Hey there, welcome to day 14 of our Get Up and Go Challenge. Sharon Horn Elstrom here, and today we're going to talk about the, I'm going to go back to my old bar of soap, the A in our soap framework. Again, I made my new dinosaur soap this year, but that, we talked about the story, we talked about the situation. What situation are you in with respect to one of the six, seven key areas of our life, right? I just said six, seven key areas of our life, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, relationships, and contribution. And we're going through the SOAP framework with respect to relationships. And you get to decide what relationship you wanted to go through it with. I am doing the relationship with my family, the family I live with, which is my daughter and her husband and their brand new week old yesterday baby. And they've been home for a few days now and I need to, and we all need to figure out what's the dynamic like now. What's the family dynamic like with another human being involved in it, right? Because she's amazing. Anyway, so that's the relationship I chose to work on. Even though it happens to be Valentine's Day today and I put a little pink hearts around just to be a little festive. Uh, let's talk about the way we go about taking action. The A in our SOAP framework stands for action. Always options. Yesterday we went through and we used our imagination station to come up with ideas and possible ways we could handle the difference between where we are now with respect to a relationship and where we want that relationship to be. Because nothing happens until we really know what we want and where we want to go. So today I'm going to actually share two tools with you. Tool of Two tools, one from Corporate America. I actually learned about this in college and in Corporate America and used it a lot and taught it to my eight-year-old daughter when she's now just had a baby, so she's 25. And she used it to name her puppy. I used it in Corporate America to help make decisions, complex decisions among alternatives, among choices. And it just goes to show you that you can use it for super complex computer-generated options and decisions or an eight-year-old can use it to name her brand new puppy dog. Now, I will admit my eight-year-old actually applied the strategy better than some of the people I worked with in corporate America that had college degrees. So it just goes to show you, it's not about how much intelligence or education you have, it's about how much desire do you have to use a tool that can really help you to make choices, choose among alternatives and make a decision. Now, yesterday we came up with a bunch of options and here, here's my, in my scribbly scratch, handwritten, I just did 10. I only did 10 options. I was helping with the baby yesterday, and so I didn't spend a lot of time working on this, but I popped off 10 possible options of how I can work on and improve the relationship and make sure I create the relationship I want with my family instead of having trouble and challenges and frustration by creating things that we don't want, that I don't want to have happen, so, or then I'm sure that they don't want as well. And so... Once we have these alternatives and these possibilities and these options, how do we decide which ones are right, which is the right thing to move toward, or what's the right action to take first? Well, I like to use a, a strategy and a technique called nominal group technique. And I'm going to show you a quick, very ugly example. And of course, it's going to be backwards because I have an Android phone that I'm recording on. But this is an example of a nominal group technique grid. So I've got alternatives. I've got 10, but I'm only going to show you three for the purpose of this example. So I'm going to say in the left-hand column, I just on a scrap of paper write option A, B, C. Those are my three options. Those are the three ones that seem like the best place to start for me. How do I decide that? Of the three of the 10, I just pick three that feel right to me. Three that sound like, okay, 
that's what I'm willing to do and move toward right now. And, you know, like I said, with the computer generated ones, we would have super duper complex operations that we would do this for. We used it for in teams to make decisions and everyone on the team, here's how it would work in a team. Everybody on the team would get to vote for their top, how many of our items we wanted to look at. So if we had a list of a hundred possibilities and a team of 20 people, we could have everybody vote for 20. We could have everybody vote for five. We could have everybody vote for three. And in that situation, we would assign the highest number of points to your first choice. The next choice would get the second number of points and the third choice or fifth all the way up to 20 would get that number of points. So the one we liked the most, the option that the, the team member, if I was a team member liked the most, I would give 20 points to. And the one I liked the least of the 100, I would go through and I'd find my top 20. And then I would number them 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, all the way down to one for my top 20. Everyone on the team would do that. We'd plug it into the computer because it was a way faster way of calculating it. And we would come up with the total for each option. Now, when you're doing this for subjective things, like relationships are pretty subjective, right? What I like to do is rate three things on a scale of one to 10. It's subjective, so it's up to me to rate that. I like to rate my thinking, how I feel, how I think about something, I call that my head. I like to rate how I feel about that option and rate that on a scale of one to 10. I call that my heart and then there's my gut feeling, my intuition, and I want to rate that on a scale of one to 10. So when it's a subjective thing, like how do I improve the relationship with my family or with a person or an individual? <coughs> Excuse me, I get all choked up. It's a subjective decision, right? So in order to make that subjective thing a little more quantifiable, a little more something I can wrap my analytical head around, I like to use the nominal group technique. So for option A, for example, I, I asked myself on a scale of one to 10, how, does, how do I think about this option? And I gave it a four. My heart, how do I feel about this particular option? I gave it a four. My intuition that it's the right exact thing to do or my gut feeling about the, the option, <coughs> I rated it a three for a total of 11. Option B, what does my head think about it? Six, my heart, seven, my intuition, seven. That's a total of 20. Option C, my head thinks ah, average, so I give it a five. My heart is a little bit more positive about it, so I give it a six. My intuition's nah, neutral on it, so I give it a five for a total of 16. Then I'm gonna look at the totals, and I'm gonna say, well, what is number one, meaning the highest number, two and three, and I'm gonna rank them. And then, guess what? Option B is the winner. <coughs> Excuse me, it's super dry in here today. Option B is the winner. So guess what? That is the one I am gonna take action on. That is the option I'm gonna choose to go ahead and move forward with. Excuse my tickly throat today. Okay, so I've got my option using a very simple technique that helps me take an subjective, really hard to quantify choice among alternatives and actually makes it quantifiable. I like that. I like quantifiable things. I like things that I can look at and know this is where I should start. Do you always need to do that? No. Sometimes you'll make your list of options and even before you make your list of options or don't make a list of options and think about it in your head, 
you already know the action to take and you take the action I think I've mentioned that this process this entire soap process is automatic for me now I, it's hard for me to think about and break it down into components and the pieces because whenever I'm faced with a challenge or a situation it automatically runs in my subconscious and I start working toward it so the kids came home a week ago well they had the baby a week ago Saturday came home on Monday I call them the kids my daughter my son-in-law and my and now my new granddaughter and <clears throat> the kids came home on Monday afternoon Monday evening I didn't know they were coming they came and we just I, I ran through this framework subconsciously and automatically started behaving in ways that I wanted to create the story and the situation that I wanted to be and so now I'm just going back and I'm thinking about well how do I do this step by step by step so what action am I gonna take I'm gonna take an action that deals with option B what's that action gonna be all I have to do is ask myself what next what is what is something I can do right now to start taking action in on this option and then I just I do it how do I do it I like to use Mel Robbins technique if it's something I'm I'm pushing a little bit against I do the five four three two one blast off uh, I learned a long time ago before she wrote the book but I think the book is is a great it's a great tool it's a great resource if you need ways to get yourself moving when you know you want to do something but you're resisting it for whatever reason a lot of people have a hard time getting out of bed in the morning you know and that to me that's the biggest win of the day the hardest thing I personally think that I do every day and and I, be, I believe this because of my experiences you know I've had lifetime of chronic pain and health challenges and things and I learned a long time ago that the alarm goes off I, I get out of bed the hardest thing I have to do is that transition from sleep relaxation mode because when you're sleeping you're in a pain-free mode to the actual moving and taking action and I think that for a lot of us that five four three two one and then blast off just like you know the, the firing gun of a race it gets us moving and we're we can train ourselves to actually move whenever we hear that we can create other triggers for ourselves which we'll talk about later on in the challenge but we can create those but five four three two one is a great tool to use right now to take action so do your nominal group technique technique today just pick pick three possibilities that's part of why I had to share three yesterday and then do the nominal group technique on them how does my head feel about this how does my heart feel about this what does my intuition say about this to me on a scale of one to ten add them up pick number one decide on an action and if you can take that action immediately five four three two one blast off it on yourself do it immediately and then share in the comments below how it worked what you do you don't have to share what you did but you can share well yeah you can share what you did if you want or you can share how you feel about the nominal group technique I just want you to get in the habit of sharing your lessons learned with one another and with me so we can all learn and grow together that's it that is our challenge for today if you have any questions ask me in the comments below otherwise I'll be with you tomorrow for the <coughs> with a less tickly throat in our soap framework have an amazing day.